it's Wednesday, which means we've got another episode of Black 41 Flash Reverse Past, the podcast, a show that features a Nebraska Cornhusker fan story, a game recap, and a few fun segments for Husker fans to enjoy. Let's get it going. All right, we are here. It's Black 41 Flash Flash Reverse Pass Podcast. What is this show? Well, it's a Husker show featuring an archive of Husker fan stories. Four hot takes from the previous weeks of Husker games. And a little Husker fun and a quick preview of next week's games. Recorded live on take in the historic Dundee neighborhood in Omaha, Nebraska. This is your host, J.D. Haskell, and you are listening to Black 41 Flash Reverse Pass Podcast. Here we go. So today, we have a uh, feature fan for you. This is much promise. We've been waiting for a win for many, many, many weeks. We got one last week. You guys were looking for us, but we didn't show up. But here we are tonight, and we're here to show you a fun story of a Husker victory from years ago. We have a fun fan. His name is Will Sutton, one of those proven Husker fans that have been around from years and years and years ago. So here we go. This is Black 41 Flash Reverse Pass Podcast. We're about to go into an old story for you. So here we go. It's Will Sutton. Without further ado, here's the man, the myth, the legend, the grim leaper himself. It's Will Sutton. We're going to keep it moving along to this podcast. Yes, J.D., uh, thank you for the fine introduction. It's good to be in the stew with you. Um Long overdue in the stew. As you all know, uh, I have a well-known podcast out there, uh, Pure Couch Sports. You can follow that at PCS Talk on Spotify, uh, as well as Pure Couch Sports for you uh, Apple users. Uh, JD, how are you? It's been a minute. It's good to be back here. You know, I'm feeling pretty good after two W's, you know, the old Big Red, the old... uh, Black 41 Flash Reverse Pass Podcast, we took a little break, you know? After about six losses, we decided we would not be uh, showcasing our premier storytelling ability. Mm. But uh, after last week, we had a strong showing. And here this week against uh, a very fine opponent of uh, Bethune-Cookman out of Southern Southern Florida... Ah, we right. decided it was like about time we came back. Ponte Verdra Beach or something. Ponte Verdra. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, thank you for the opportunity here, and uh, I'd be uh, glad to talk about one of my finest memories that I've had as a as a Nebraska fan. Um, this is back to circa two thousand fourteen, I think. Okay. Yeah, 2014. This, this is the year, Bo era? This is the Bo era. This is a year where um, Denard Robinson um, and that Michigan team came to Lincoln. It was a. Uh, it was actually uh, today. Uh, this is 
kind of weird, but it was uh, four years ago today, if it was 2014, which I think it was. Um, it was us playing against Michigan. My It was my sister's 30th birthday. Oh. Um, Happy my birthday. sister, great girl, uh, very proud of her. Um, so I'm not a woman, clearly, but I've heard uh, when you are that the 30th birthday can sometimes bring... Uh, you know, some some feelings uh, that you're not certainly fond of. Zill uh, internal it's, it's not exactly a welcomed birthday, I suppose. Um, we'll have to ask her about that. So what? That was a that was a seven p.m. kickoff. I think ABC was there. It was probably fucking Kirk Herb Street and Fowler or whatever. I think we were ranked like Bless number. Him. Ranked number, uh, you know, 24. Bless them. Michigan was probably, I think, ranked maybe 17. Just one of those, you know, your typical dumb Nebraska games. But, uh, you know, regardless, we got fired up about it. Was this um, a home game or an away game? Oh, of course. This is a home game at Memorial Stadium. Yeah. I thought I, I thought I had prefaced that. If not, I apologize. But, um, you know, we have a big old bus take us down. There's a group of about 20 of us or so. Um, really the casualty of all this was my, was my sister and, and bless her. But, um, there was a, a bottle of fireball that got, uh, you know, unfortunately got taken advantage of by her and, um, a couple of her friends. Um, we got down there a little too early, I think was really the problem. And, uh, we got down there around probably two or three for a, you know, seven o'clock kickoff. And, uh, people are probably out here. They get down there at like 10 AM for a seven o'clock kickoff. And they're like, what are you talking about? Two o'clock's too late or early or whatever. But, um, you know, this is how we roll. She hit it pretty hard for her 30th. Um, by the time we were leaving lot seven, which is where, you know, it's that one right under the, the uh, the bridge there the the interstate One of the overpass best lots there is. yeah and um, we were about leaving there um, getting the car packed up and stuff and that's when we started to notice that you know this might be a situation here might be a special night this might be a situation we have with uh, with with my sister and um, you know lo and behold. Uh, she's got the sunglasses on. This is fall. This is, you know, October 27th. Um, it's, it's dark in Lincoln, Nebraska around seven o'clock around six thirty, And, uh, she's got the sunglasses on. Uh, I can picture her today. My mom is with us. We're literally, she is asking people if there's a game tonight <laughs> on the way to the stadium. It's bad. It's bad. Love that. Love that. I mean, it's a it's a great move on her part. Um, you know, she Is obviously. Game Should we get a game tonight? She gave zero fucks. Um, anyway, we get you know get to the stadium, get in there. Uh, she's obviously the talk of the section. We're in section one hundred nine, I believe, and. Um, my mother, who is who is with her, and it's odd that she was there because this is like the only game she's ever come to us with or come with us, uh, forces her to get uh, two Omaha steak burgers. Which, um, if you're not familiar with Omaha steak burgers, are by far the most 
delectable hamburger you could ever have in your entire life. Um, and she comes too. She comes too, and uh, she troopers through the rest of the game. No vomiting involved. It's kind of anticlimactic because you kind of wish that it was going to be really bad, but um, not only did she come up all right, but uh, I believe we broke Denard Robinson's arm that game, which was a tough break, literally, for Michigan. Um, and then we went on, we went on to uh, kind of whoop that ass a little bit, uh, which kind of seems to happen when it's Lincoln at night. So. And what in what year was this again? Can we get a game in a year? Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna go um, 2014, I believe. Um, it was October 27th. Um, 2014. Yeah, I. I think... October fourth, 2014. No, not October fourth or fourteen. You're or right. No, yeah, fourteen. We're looking yeah. for fourteen. That was Michigan, Michigan, or that's Nebraska, Michigan State. My bad. Uh, we're talking about Nebraska. Could have been. Could have been fifteen. Could have been fifteen. It was definitely October twenty seventh. Um, Denard Robinson. Who else was on that team? Probably a bunch of nobodies. Who won? Uh, Nebraska did. Nebraska won. We broke Denard Robinson's arm. Uh, and they kind of they had no response after that. But uh, it was a fun game to be around. Um, not nearly the most electric atmosphere that Memorial Stadium's ever seen, uh, but it was a, uh, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a fun game to uh, witness for the old Nebraska crew under Bo Pelini. So anything from that game other than your sisters? Uh, any any big moments you remember from that game that like really stood out? No, uh, I'm glad you asked. There's. Obviously, some some people that helped her with that bottle of Fireball, and uh, I think there are several other bottles of liquor around as well. Um, I remember Denard Robinson getting hurt, as I I think this is the third time I've mentioned it, and then I don't remember anything besides that, besides besides us winning. Um, so it was pretty phenomenal, a pretty typical Nebraska football game, if you ask me. <laughs> pretty typical, if you ask me. Well, you know what? If I were to recall uh, many of those great Nebraska games from my uh, past, there's always that little bounce back theory. You know what I call that? Like the theory of relativity, I think is what it kind of came around to. uh, The ability to bounce back after a tough loss. Mm. And uh, if we can tie anything to this year's Husker squad, we'll say... Maybe the uh, ability to bounce back came back a little later than we thought. But here we are. What are we? Uh, two and uh, six? Are, here we are. Two and six. Two and six. Two and six. Sitting in the middle of a I'll, solid year. I'll tell you something here, John. Um, do you know who is on track to get to the Big Ten Championship from the West Division? You probably don't. But I'm going to guess Purdue. I'll tell you right now. It's Northwestern. Northwestern. It's Northwestern. Really? Um, which is a team that Nebraska... I mean, we can we can be fans of football. We can be fans of a specific team or not. Anybody who watched any sort of part of that game sans the last five minutes... Sans. Knows that Nebraska should have won that game. We should have beat 
Northwestern. So we can talk about how Nebraska went 0-6. We can talk about how, uh, you know, Nebraska doesn't know how to win yet. The truth of the matter is that they're not far away. Um, the team that is representing our, our division, which granted is not the best out of the Big Ten, um, should have been beaten by us on the road. So um, I, I don't think this team has any issue with, uh, you know, a mindset. I don't think it's a, it's a psychological deal. Um, I, in fact, I think it's rather the, the opposite. I think that their, their psyche is solid. Their psyche is sound. Okay, I like that. I like that. Okay, we're going to take a little pivot here, and we're going to transition to the part of the show where we go into uh, our visitors' three least favorite memories of Nebraska football in the last decade. This is where This is the part of the show where we always take our fans – our fans, and our main interview, and we ask them to answer us, what are your least three favorite moments of Husker football of the last decade? So we purposefully excluded, you know, any years outside of like the last decade because this is where things get really hairy. Mm. This is where our fans really freak out. This is where we go Crazy. Okay, what year is it? It's 2018. So, so we're going back to 2008. We've got a window from 2008 to 2018. And Will, well, how I about, want you to tell me, what are your three least favorite moments of the last decade? Let's hear it right now. How about we do this? Well, I'm going to go down from three to one. Is that okay with you? You know what? Let's talk to the judges. Judges, you okay with that? You know what? Judges, okay they gave me the nod. We're good. You got the um, nod. But uh, third, I guess, um, worst experience of mine was um, probably Texas Tech. This was Lakeven, not, not Texas Lake Tech. Even. No, not Texas Tech. Oh. My mistake. That was before two thousand eight. I'm talking. I'm talking Texas A and M. Oh, um, Bo Ben P- Cotton. Ben Cotton getting pitched getting in the nuts. nuts. Yep. Uh, Bo Pelini freaking out at Taylor Martinez. Oh, it's so terrible. Um, that was a dark. That was a dark day. America, America saw what we were made of that, was that a, day. That was a dark night for me. I was I was at my ex girlfriend's place in Colorado Springs, Colorado. We saw our star tight end get his testicle popped, possibly. We're not. That's unconfirmed. We're gonna go right out of. Uh, you can. You can. W- we're gonna look go it right up, out look, of the unconfirmed book here, and we're gonna say YouTube. unconfirmed. His testicle might have been exploded that day. And the worst part about that is he got a fifteen yard penalty for the retaliation. Um, which, which you gotta appreciate because uh, I mean, dude, if my nut is gonna get popped up. They, there's you no best believe there's a couple things that I'm gonna defend in my mm-hmm. life, and they're my two balls. I mean, know? if I'm not throwing, if I'm not, if I'm not tossing fists at this point, I'm getting a 15 yard foul. I hear you, and so that entire game was just bad. We, I think we had set the record for most penalties ever for a Nebraska team. I think we had like 18 or something. I think that's when I think that might have been when Bo Pelini like established himself as like. A crazy on air like people were like, oh, uh, we can bet on this guy to freak the right 
Right. That was that you was know what out on that was TV. the genesis or or the birth. Of that was the when ESPN was like literally like, hey, let's get a camera on this guy. All like times twenty four hours a day when he's on the field, we got a camera on him. Yep. Good one. So I mean that was that was a tough one. That's I, a good one. We'll we'll That's say good one. we'll say number three. Three. Uh, number two, um, you know, this is kind of a toss up here for me, but. Uh, I'm going to go Missouri. Um, this was 2000. Mm. This might have been 2008. Not Lincoln, um, This right. is when Chase Daniel, oh. Jeremy Macklin. Oh, my God. Um, that crew Taurus came up. to Lincoln. And I think, and don't quote me on it, but I think it was like 52 to 17. Um, it was a... It was a real rough day. It was a real rough day. Let's just say I watched that one with my future baby mama, and uh, much like our marriage and the everything that happened after that, it was bad. I really don't have. I don't really want to dwell on it. I just don't have anything else to say besides it was bad, and I, I would like to move on to my number. It's one. good number two. It's good number two. So let's go to number one. It should be no shock to anybody. Um, I think this is two thousand nine, Big Twelve champion. Are we thinking? Ooh, Big 12 championship, okay. Texas, okay. Nebraska. Okay. Dominic I thought you were going to USC. No. No, you're no. going Big no, 12 fuck that. champ. Dominic Texas? beating that shit out of Colt McCoy. They put a second left on the – kicked the field goal and beat us. Like, I still – it's two It's nine years. It's been nine mm-hmm. years, and I'm still not over mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. still not over it, and I won't get mm-hmm. over it. And any, any Texas fan who wants mm-hmm. to, to talk mm-hmm. about it, I'll probably get mad at him and then um, be a little bitch and move on. But it's, uh, it's an argument I've been willing to have for many years because it's very valid. Literally, I was in, I was a, what was I? I was a junior in college at the time. I was in Louisville. Uh, I was in Fort Collins, Colorado. Um, I remember I threw a can of beer outside of my porch, and it it actually almost hit somebody on accident who was, like, riding their bike because that's a big thing in Colorado. Um, oh, I had a bunch of these kids convinced. They were like, Nebraska's going to win. And then when it didn't happen, they got, got ugly quick. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was really just a, one of the darker times i think so I've, let's let's recap what happened what happened so nebraska if you recall well, well indomica and sue basically had colt coy's number that whole game but what happened there in the last like what minute and a half yeah, for, for any of you listeners that aren't familiar um i mean it was a we had no off nebraska had zero offense the entire game i think zero we were winning. Who's like, our quarterback? Zach Lee. Zach Lee. Uh, Love him. I think Love we were, him to death. We were winning 12 to 10 at this point. I don't know how we got to 12. I think we might have kicked four field goals. No, I think we scored a touchdown. Um, anyway, it was just a defensive showdown the whole way. Um, our our defense, led by Indomitian and Sue, was really good that year. And Colt McCoy um, was like a Heisman finalist. And they actually went on to play in the national championship and get their ass kicked by Alabama the next game, which surprised nobody. But um, long story short, we were up by two points. Um, there's like 10 seconds left. Colt McCoy takes the ball. He runs around for a little bit too long, to be honest. Um, he throws it out of bounds. I guess, you know, if we're going to be fucking 
absolutely perfectly correct, correct. there is probably a half a second left or a, probably. a, second, a second left when, when the ball hit the ground. Probably. But that shit never gets reviewed. It did right then. Um, especially this was in 2009, so keep that in mind. Like, they never reviewed that shit. Um, are we, are we, we're going to have to review every time the ball gets stopped, you know, or the, the clock gets stopped, if we're going to do that. You know, every single play. Long, you know, they, they put an extra second on the clock. Texas comes out um, after Nebraska had already stormed the field, thinking that they had won uh, the first Big 12 championship, and I think that would have been 10 years uh 11 years um and uh you know and then they come out kick a field goal win the game as time expires and break the heart of all of us nebraskans and that was that all right so there's the end of the story again this is Black 41 Flash Reverse Pass Podcast. That was Will Sutton, also known as Bill, from the famous, very popular podcast called Pure Couch Sports. You can find them on Twitter, on Facebook, at Pure Couch Sports. And again, this is Black 41 Flash Reverse Pass Podcast. Recorded live on tape in the historic Dundee neighborhood in Omaha, Nebraska. This is your host, J.D. Haskell. And again, you are listening to Black 41 Flash Reverse Pass Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.